When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, guys, welcome back to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Sadiqi. I'm here with Zach Rizzuto. We are going to talk matchups today, specifically quarterbacks and running backs going into week three. Tomorrow, we'll hit on some tight ends. We'll hit on wide receivers. We're going to go over a bunch of the quarterbacks and running backs that we like this week, you know, which matchups are favorable, what we look for, all that. Zach, how's it going, man? How you feeling? You ready for week three? Oh, I'm so ready. So this is what I I was upset because the first week I lost three out of four of my um, leagues. And then this past week I won three out of four of my leagues and I was four tenths of a point away from winning all four of them. So I'm looking forward to a chance for redemption here this week. And I'm feeling pretty good about it. Four tenths of a point. Oof. Yeah, that's sad. brutal. That's brutal. It, that, that's like a single play, and you don't realize it while it's happening, but you're losing the game. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> so we do have a couple pieces of news, man. Kareem Hunt signing with the Browns. Okay, um, this is definitely interesting, right? And you know, we knew last night when we were putting in our waivers that this was a possibility. Okay, right. so. You know, if you spent up, you spent up knowing that Kareem Hunt could go back to the Browns. Okay. The way that I see this, okay, is that Kareem Hunt has familiarity with the system. They need depth at the position. Remember, they had to go and trade for another running back, right, with New England. Okay. Yeah. So they don't have much on the roster right now. And. I personally, you know, have said that, listen, I'm going aggressive for Jerome Ford. Now, he does have a few tough matchups coming up, okay? But I didn't want that to cloud my judgment because when you can get a potential solid RB2 on the waiver wire for the rest of the year, you know, starting in week three, Tennessee this week, not the best matchup in the world. I don't love him. I don't really want to put him in my lineup. Uh, But if you're going to put him in your lineup, you know, with the – you know, with the least amount of Kareem Hunt is probably this week, right? Um, yeah. Just because of Kareem, just because Kareem Hunt has, you know, I, I heard rumors that like he's not in the best shape. Okay, um, but that's those are just rumors. Uh, yeah. But if you if you got Jerome Ford, I'm not worried about Kareem Hunt here. I think he's going to play the Kareem Hunt role, which was basically like thirty to forty percent of snaps, which is perfectly fine because the way that this offense was operating. Uh, if you remember what Nick Chubb was doing, he was getting 15 to 25 carries regardless. And I think if the game script is right with behind this offensive line, I think that's how they're still going to operate with Ford being the guy. And I think, you know, Kevin Stefanski basically said that that's what's going to happen for the most part. Yeah. So what I took away, I think he came out and he like affirmed that Jerome Ford's going to be the lead guy. And yeah. you touched on already what I was going to bring up, like, this has been, even when it was Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, a two-man backfield. Like, it didn't feel like it because Nick Chubb, he's just that good of a runner. We, we could talk about how good of a runner yeah. Nick Chubb is 
forever, you know, but he was producing despite that workload. You go back and look at the game logs. You might not realize that they're all like 50 or 60% snap shares for Nick Chubb. He's just that good. So am I saying Jerome Ford is that good? No, but I think he's good enough. And I think that they're going to split this work. If anything, I think at the very worst, it'll be down the middle. It's just going to look like the same type of workload that we saw with Kareem Hunt before. So I'm not really worried about Kareem Hunt signing here, like you mentioned before. And we talked about this yesterday on the pod. We were like, we're not scared of somebody showing up. We figured they could bring somebody in. Is it hilarious timing that they wait until after waivers clear and then they, they add him? Yeah. You know, but what else did you expect? That's how it usually goes in fantasy. So with Nick, with uh, not, not Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, you mentioned matchups. They're tough. I actually had a little bit on that in what I prepped for here. We were going to talk about that, but I'm not scared of Kareem Hunt. And just to go back to what you said about him maybe being out of shape, like, did he ever look like the most in-shape guy when he was on the field? (laughs) You know, like, he wasn't elusive. He wasn't fast, but he could do what he had to. You know, he was a solid RB2, and that's what he did. And I'm not taking anything away from Kareem Hunt. I think he's going to be fine, like you mentioned, because he's familiar in the system. But I think we're just headed pretty much for what we were getting before except Jerome Ford might have slightly lower production because I just don't think he's as good of a player. But the split and the usage should be familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense, man. Um, But do you have those matchups in front of you um, for Jerome Ford coming up? Because, Uh, you know, I'm looking at this Tennessee matchup and that's, you know, it's not the best. You know, (laughs) I'll I'll tell you where I have Jerome Ford right now um, in my rankings Um, for the week. I have Jerome Ford as my RB24. Okay, so he is a back-end RB2, um, the lowest right. RB2 you can be, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, go ahead. It's pretty brutal coming up these next few weeks. So you have Tennessee this week, obviously, then Baltimore. Then he's on bye in week five. Ouch. Come back, play the 49ers, and then the Colts. So not until week seven do you get like a favorable matchup. He's not even playing week five because of bye. And in between there, you got three very good defenses to run against. So the returns might not come immediately, but you went and got him on the waiver wire. You have him. Don't drop him. Just wait it out. This is a guy that's going to be able to return value, like you mentioned, all year long. And it might not happen immediately. That's just the way the schedule shook out. So don't worry about it if he has a bad game here or there. Yeah, exactly. And because after that, it's not so bad. I mean, even Indy, like there's a chance that, you know, this is a positive or neutral game script there, right? So it's not yep. terrible. Then he has Seattle, Arizona, he has Pittsburgh, Denver. So it's not too bad um, right. after that. So this is really for the for the long run here, okay? Uh, especially mm-hmm. for all the people that needed an RB2. Um, Cam Akers was traded to the Vikings for a pick exchanged. Vikings gave up a, a six-round pick. The Rams gave up a seventh round pick, uh, and Cam Akers. Um, they said, "Here, please take him off our hands." Okay. Obviously, now the first thing that you think about is Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams yeah. is going to ball out. Okay. It, you know this. You know the Browns added Cream Hunt. Okay, not the Rams. They got rid of a, a running back here. So now they were they're in a situation where like this is a Kyron, this is a Kyron Williams show, man. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't see any other you know, way that this could shake out right now. Okay. I have Kyron Williams really, really high in my rankings, Zach. <laughs> well, okay. I don't I don't blame you. I mean the utilization have, has okay, been there. Can you can you can you you haven't seen my rankings yet before the show. 
Okay. I haven't because you were just you doing just, them. You, <laughs> I was just. Can you take a guess as to where I have Kyron rankings ranked this week? So, do you want like a general range? Is like, do you want me to say like high end, no. mid, low, or do you want a number? Sure, sure, sure. That's fine. Okay, I'm gonna give both. I'm gonna go with low to mid RB one. I'm gonna say RB eight. Really good guess, man. Really good guess. I have him as RB six. RB six okay. of the week. So I thought yeah. I was going way high here. You know, and, and I'm not saying that's a problem. I'm not saying I don't agree with it, but RB six. I mean, well, you know, I, like we're I said, talking about running backs. We're talking about running backs on this show. Okay, so this is all yeah. part of this, right? Like we're we're going to talk about all of them, right? Who would yeah. you start this week, Kyron Williams or Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs is going up against Pittsburgh. Kyron Williams is in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm go- I'm starting Kyron Williams. I mean, that one's yeah. easy for me because Josh Jacobs is just not playing like Josh Jacobs right now. And if you want to play the usage game. They're similar, and Kyron Williams might even have an edge, and he's also producing at a much more efficient rate. So, yeah, Kyron Williams is the guy, and he's got pretty good matchup against Cincinnati. So, I, I'm all in. <laughs> Kyron Williams or Jameer Gibbs? Mm, that one's tough. Just I'm going to go back here to usage again. Kyron Williams is being used all over the field. Jameer Gibbs is just getting used in the passing game. Usually that wouldn't be an issue, but... With Jameer Gibbs, it is because he's getting the DeAndre Swift treatment. I don't think he's going to get a full workload yet, even with Dave Montgomery out. So I'm going to go with Kyron Williams here too. And listen, it's easy to say Kyron so, Williams. Because so, so, so you, you agree with me fire. here? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I don't. Yeah, like I said, I, mean, I don't blame um, you, but it might feel drastic because this is a guy that we weren't even talking about three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I have Kyron Williams ranked up, up, up ahead of both of these guys. So this is unbelievable to me. All right, so let's talk about the other side of this deal here. Okay. Let me ask you, Zach, do you think that, you know, with the Vikings getting Cam Akers, do you think that this negatively impacts Alexander Madison going forward? Yes, I think it does. And I'm not saying it's going to be like suddenly this is Cam Akers' backfield, but I'm not going to say that Alexander Madison is going to be exactly the same player he was before. Now, granted, the Vikings are a pass-heavy team. (laughs) They're going to be throwing the ball way more than they run the ball. So... All we, all I'm looking at here right now is Alexander Madison, where we had that luxury of falling back and saying, okay, he's been efficient, but the volume has been there. The usage has been there. Now we have to question both. He's been efficient, inefficient, and now his workload might get cut. So he's a really shaky running back right now, if you ask me. I'm not sure I'm happy with him as like my RB2. If you drafted him, you probably took him as your RB2. He's kind of just a flex candidate for me now until further notice because I feel like Cam Akers, Kevin O'Connell, Cam Akers followed him. Kevin O'Connell came over from L.A., if I'm not mistaken, and Cam Akers was there. And now, obviously, Cam Akers wasn't fantastic with the Rams, but there's familiarity there, and they traded for Akers, so clearly they could see him having some use for them on offense. So we can't sit back and say it doesn't hurt Alexander Madison. I don't think Cam Akers is going to have a ton of of relevance, a ton of value, or a ton of volume, but it'll be enough to make this Vikings backfield just ridiculous to try and project. So for me, both running backs, I mean, I'd say they're flex candidates at best. Right now, Alexander Madison is safer. I'm probably not starting Cam Akers unless something you know, changes. We see where he's getting some ridiculous usage in Minnesota. Yeah, I, you know, This is an interesting one for me because, you know, I was shaky on Alexander Madison coming into the year. I thought that there was a chance that, you know, he could be replaced at some point. 
I, I just don't know if Cam Akers is the guy, you know. And also, <laughs> right, you know, I you know I thought about what you said. Um, like I, I had the same thought is what I should say with Akers following O'Connell, but like O'Connell and 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 uh, Sean McVay are buddies, right? And it's like if if he was in Sean McVay's doghouse, like. I don't know how, how much leeway he's going to have with O'Connell, if, you know, if they're buddies, right? It's like that's fair. He could probably be a depth candidate for me. You know, the way see uh, the way that I, I see this coaching staff and how they how they look at Madison is like he's our guy. That's kind of how I've seen it, and and I I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like Acres. I think he'll get a chance, obviously, in practice. Like, if he looks really good in practice, you know, for whatever reason, you know, like, all of a sudden, like, sure. Apparently, I heard that he had a really, really bad practice leading up to week two, um, which is one of the reasons why he was cut. Um, or one of the reasons why he was inactive for that game, um, unexpectedly. Right. He also tweeted out that I'm not sure what happened. But it seems like they talked about it and they said, like, hey, he did not look good this week, right? Right. And from so, what I saw in the preseason, uh, uh, Ty Chandler, like, is he is he even going to beat out Ty Chandler? Like, I have that legitimate question, you know, honestly. You know, it's so, a fair question. You know, I just, I, I don't know. So uh, what I'll say is this. I'll say that uh, there's a lot of things that can happen in this backfield. Um, things got worse for Madison today because there is another running back who is vying to become the starter. Will it happen? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Yeah, I, right. I don't know if that's going to happen either. So my question for you then is, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this too, so I, I can respond yeah. then after you respond. But if you had Cam Akers and you had that terrible week one and he was inactive in week two and you kept him on your bench because he yeah. might get traded, is his value now higher on the Vikings than it was a couple of days ago when he, was, when he was announced inactive? Is his value higher? Is it lower? Yeah. Is it the same? It's higher. It's higher. It's higher because – you know, you, you go from inactive, you're basically useless, right? Right. <laughs> you can't do anything. You, you, you're, like, you're not even on the field. You're not playing games. So, like, you're useless. <laughs> um, but you get traded to a, I wouldn't say ambiguous backfield, but you get traded to a backfield with a starter is, a, is like, you know, this random dude pretty much, you know, mm -hmm. and, like, he's been inefficient the first two weeks. Now, I will say that the first two weeks, tough matchups from Alexander Madison, okay? Yeah. Um, really tough. Okay, he so some slack on those, yeah. You know, like if you look at like who, who I think he played Philly, and he played uh, Tampa Bay. Okay, so not great. Okay, not the best matchups in the world. He did get six targets last week though, and this week he plays the Chargers. Yeah. Okay, so the Chargers, you know, Raheem Mostert, twelve fantasy points in week one, seventeen fantasy points for Derrick Henry in week two, Tajay Spears. You know, more than five yards of carry for him. You know, so there is a chance that he could do some things. And maybe this lights a little fire under his ass, too. Who knows? I, I do have right. Madison as a mid-RB2 this week because of all the churn at the running back position. There's so many running backs hurt right now, right? Yeah. Like, you got Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, all the guys we lost for the season, Saquon Barkley. All these guys are out. So, like, by default, he becomes an uh, – uh, he's my RB16. I'm playing him over guys like Javante this week. I mean, they're, they're, they're back to back in my rankings. I'm playing him over Sanders. And like these guys are mid RB twos because of all the destruction at the position right now. 
you know? Yeah. So he's going to be in most lineups, dude. It, like, it's not that many running backs you can start over Madison unless you have like a top 15 guy, you know? And so it's exactly. like, it's, it's yeah. tough. There's attrition at the position right now. That's why these guys are so valuable. Like, if Alvin Kamara coming back, dude, you know, and we, like, we were labeling him as like a low end RB2. He's going to come yeah. back. He's going to be a low end RB1. Like his first week, just because Legit. of all the attrition right. at the position. Unless, you know what I'm unless Kendra Miller has some big game. Can't rule that Let's out. But I will it. say, I, yeah, I will say, okay, for us, you're spitting. You just said attrition at the position. So, like, you're on I fire know, here right I, now. I, I right? caught that. I caught that. When's the album coming out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, now, uh, I want to hit on Kendra Miller. But, guys, uh, I, I was talking my, about my rankings. My rankings are up at upperhandfantasy.com. Uh, so you can go check out my full rankings there. All the positions, flex rankings, super flex rankings, they're all there for week three. All right. Um, but yeah, man, I want to hit Kendrick Miller real quick. Um, he had a full practice today. Okay, he's coming off that hamstring injury. Jamal Williams has a hamstring injury now. He He's going to be out for several weeks. Okay, he probably has a grade two hamstring strain right now. Okay, they're going up against the Packers. They give the six most rushing yards to running backs through two games, but you know, keep in mind they went up against the Falcons last week, so that's gonna you know skew things a little bit. Uh, but the Packers yeah. were not a good rushing defense last year either, right? Um, so this is not something new. Now, Kendrick Miller was not too efficient on the ground during the preseason. He had an amazing catch from Jameis Winston across the sideline. A lot, everyone saw that. He had mm-hmm. a really really nice touchdown. Um, like I think it was like a 10-yard touchdown, 8-yard touchdown, something like that, um, you know, uh, in the red zone, which is really nice. And you guys know that I'm a big fan of Kendrick Miller. Like I, I've, He's been one of the running backs that I've been talking about the most this offseason. And he's going to have an opportunity this week, guys. Okay? Alvin yeah. Kamara is still out. Jamal Williams out. Tony Jones is not going to play over Kendrick Miller if he's practicing in full. He is coming off the hamstring injury, so I don't know that they give him the full load this week because they, they kind of messed it up the first time around, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have a team like the Packers on the other side where they're super, super careful with injuries. And, like, if a guy is right week two, they, they will not play him in week two. They'll wait till week three, right? Christian Watson, they're doing it with. They're going to do it with Aaron Jones. They did it with Aaron Rodgers. It happens all the time. Like, why do you think Christian Watson came back last year from the hamstring and just started lighting it up? Because he had a little bit more time to to get right, okay, um, yeah. But Kendrick Miller, like I'm hoping that he doesn't reaggravate, honestly. But he's he's in play this week, guys. Like if you need a running back, he still might be on waivers. He's on waiver yeah. wise right now, and he's a starting running back. All right, people think that Tony Jones is going to get it. No, 19% rostered on Yahoo right now. He's available in 80% of leagues, and he's going to start. Okay, this week against. A bad rushing defense. So go pick yeah. up Kendrick Miller right now. If you don't want to start him, I get it. But just pick him up, see what happens. If he has a good performance, people are going to want him on waivers, even with Alvin Kamara coming back. Alvin Kamara wasn't the most efficient running back last year in the run game. So, like we've talked about, can this become a one two punch eventually on you know what should be a good offense with Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, hopefully staying healthy? Alvin Kamara, Kendrick Miller not coming on. This is an interesting offense. Okay, so Kendrick Miller is somebody I'm looking to pick up this week, and you can pick him up in the middle of the week and throw him in your RB2 spot because of all the injuries at the running back position. Right. Uh, I completely agree with everything you said, and you really went in-depth there. So, like, I'm just going to kind of throw my little 
piece here, <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. No, you're good. You're good. But well, you know, Kendrick Miller, Miller like, exactly. this is my opportunity, right? Because it's like this is my is Kendrick Miller's like the, my baby of the off season, pretty much. Oh yeah. Well, okay. mm, let's see. And, so the other baby for you this off season was Puka Nakua, and look at how he's doing. So let's maybe give you some leeway here. You know, I, I think that you might know what you're talking, talking about. about. Maybe Kendrick Miller will have a good performance here. But I'm just gonna say this: maybe. the Golden Gates have like opened. You know, like this is exactly what you want if you're Kendra Miller, where the primary competition for Jamal Williams, he's out of the way and he wasn't that good to begin with. So now we don't have to worry about some guy. And I love Jamal Williams. He's just not that great of a running back. We don't have to worry about him getting these touches just because over Kendra Miller. And Alvin Kamara is coming back, but not till next week. Like this is like the opportunity in a good matchup for Kendra Miller to establish a role for himself the rest of the season. And we were saying it. In the preseason, when he went down with the injury, we were like, oh, he's not going to have that chance anymore to establish himself. We thought it would be the case coming into the season. Now he has it. Granted, it's one week, but we'll take what we can get at this point. Like you mentioned, with the running back position all banged up, there's got to be somebody. If he's sitting on waivers, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like the number of teams in leagues that probably have a running back, two running backs that they can start and say that they're confident in, it might be like one or two teams in your league, just the way the position is right now. And by the way, Jamal Williams, first two weeks of the season, 2.7 yards per carry. I just wanted to yep. say that for all yeah. the people who tell me, like, no, no, no. Why are you shitting on Jamal Williams, man? I love the guy. He was on a much, guy. Yeah, he was on a much better yeah. offense last year with the Lions, and that's how you get fed touchdowns. Saints offense isn't that just yet. And, like, the Saints yeah. offense, it's another thing to keep in mind. Saints offense can get better, and Kendra Miller can be a part of that. 100%, man. All right. Uh, I want to hit on more running back injuries here, but um, just real quick, Amon Ross St. Brown is not practicing yet. Um, Josh Reynolds might get an upgrade here. Okay, He's been running a lot of his routes out of the slot, too. Atlanta has been good against the perimeter. Reynolds, somebody that you can look to put in your lineup this week if Amon Ross uh, St. Brown ends up missing or ends up being limited this week with that toe injury. It's a turf toe, so this is a little a little bit of an iffy situation here for Amon Ra. Okay, Sam Laporta right. will get an upgrade. Jimmy Gibbs will probably get an upgrade just because there's more targets available. Okay, the whole offense though <laughs> does it get a downgrade probably. You know, without probably. Amon Ra on the field, right? Yeah. Jared Goff probably getting a downgrade here. Okay. Um, Let's see a few few other things. Uh, Aaron Jones still not practicing as of Wednesday. Uh, AJ Dillon going up against New Orleans this week. Uh, not the matchup I love. He did not look good last week. He hasn't looked good since like you know twenty twenty what twenty twenty. <laughs> what was the last time <laughs> AJ Dillon Rookie looked season? good, dude? I don't know. It's been a long <laughs> time, and no wonder they were they were they were that team, that secret team that wanted to trade for Jonathan Taylor. They put offers out there on the table for Jonathan Taylor. I wonder why because of right. this, okay? Yep. So A.J. Dillon against New Orleans, I, I don't love it. Even though he's going to get all the work, I just, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't look elsewhere for me. Like, are you, like, are you even okay starting him as a low-end RB2? I, I'm just, like, very unhappy if I have to, but I will if I have to, you know what I mean? Because the okay. volume will be there. He's not efficient. If I had to pick, so if you're sitting there with A.J. Dillon on your bench and Kendra Miller's on the waiver, like, Go oh, get, it's no, go it's, get it's Kendra no. Miller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't exactly. even think twice exactly. about it. Like, just because AJ Dillon, you know, he's supposed to, he's supposed to be this guy that's, you know, he's the handcuff of handcuffs behind Aaron Jones. 
Jordan Love's looking pretty good too. This might not be necessarily geared towards the run game, especially if they're not happy with the guy they have. You know what I mean? Jordan Love is just fine. So definitely consider other options. I'd say he's a last resort. 100%. Um, uh, Justice Hill, he's most likely going to miss week three with a toe injury. He also has turf toe. Uh, Gus Ed Edwards versus the Colts. Um, they've given up only 2.87 yards per carry to running back. So a little bit of a tough matchup here. Uh, but it should be a positive game script. Should be. We'll see if Anthony Richardson plays. He has that concussion. So no word on that yet. He's still in the concussion protocol. He's still working through that. It is possible that he does play. But it could be either a neutral or positive game script for the Ravens. So he's, he likely still get the work. Okay. And yeah. you know, in the past we didn't see these running backs get over 15 carries per game, but this is a new offensive coordinator. We can see Gus Edwards with 20 carries in this, in this game. Okay. So I think I'd rather play Gus Edwards this week than AJ Dillon. Yeah. Personally, <laughs> this is going to be the shit on AJ Dillon <laughs> episode because there are all these yeah, other I have running Gus backs Edwards out of the as my, I have Gus Edwards as my RB25 on the week, guys. Okay, so he, he's, a, he's a solid, he's a borderline RB2 this week. Um, let's see, who else do we have here? A couple more injuries. Austin Eckler still not practicing. Uh, what do you think about Josh Kelly against Minnesota this week? So, Josh Kelly, the thing is, he didn't look fantastic last week because they didn't really give him a whole lot of opportunity. And this, I think, right. is going to be the game with the fireworks of fireworks. I mean, we can jump into this game. We're going to jump into this game, but I will say it has the highest point total, according to Vegas, 56 of this entire season, any game this season. And we've seen what Kirk Cousins can do with bad pass defense. He threw four touchdowns against the Eagles, and he had, I think it was two more touchdowns. Big day for Justin Jefferson and the receivers against the Buccaneers in week one. Same thing with Justin Herbert last week. This is going to be an absolute shootout. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot going on in the ground game if there is you know i think josh kelly has a safe enough floor but i don't think the upside is going to be there in this game just because it's going to be lightning through the air and I, I they're not going to be moving at a pace slow enough for josh kelly to really be that guy can josh kelly be a solid rb2 for you yes am i happy playing him as a flex definitely but i don't know if the upside is there like you would have obviously with austin eckler you're not going to have a whole lot it's going to be a floor play i'm expecting like 13 or 14 points, kind of. And that's like on the higher end of things. Josh Kelly or Gus Edwards in a full PPR? I think I'm going to go with Gus Edwards just because you mentioned the game script. I think that there's going to be more runs than in that game than there's going to be in this game for Josh Kelly. Okay. Okay, there you have it. Um, David Montgomery, most likely going to miss this week. Uh, what does that mean for Gibbs? Um, you know, they have Craig Reynolds. We, we talked about that earlier. Craig Reynolds, Zonovan Knight as well to potentially mix in, you know, in Montgomery's role. Uh, but we'll see how, how that works out. Either way, I think Gibbs, you know, is a very, very good play. RB1 play this week. So just, just throw him in your lineup and see what happens. Uh, don't overthink that one. Um, yeah. I, I don't think like Craig Reynolds would have been a play, but then I forgot to have Zonovan Knight, who's very capable as well. Um, so I think that. You know, I, I don't know how much better Craig Reynolds is than Zonovan Knight, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> right, I, I think Zonovan Knight's probably a better running back. So, who knows? This could be a split. You know, splitting that David Montgomery role, you might have a three. You might have three running backs on the field this week. Um, but hopefully, that doesn't necessarily deter Gibbs' role. Okay. 
I don't um, think either of them are going to cut into his receiving work, which is okay. Yeah. But, you know, what, yeah, yeah. what would really put Jameer Gibbs over the top and what I was hoping, but it doesn't look like it's going to be the case, is getting the running, some of the running work that David Montgomery was getting. But if they bring up Zonovan Knight, I don't think that he's going to be getting any type of significant bump in the run game to really supplement the pass work that he's been getting. So, I'm tempering expectations with him a little bit. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 